ready for a wild ride on Space Station May 91, the only research comic book store in space. I'm Jade Moon, and this is the girl from the other side of the Space Station podcast. What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Jade Moon, coming at you from May 91 Space Station. I am so sorry it took me so long to get this episode out to you guys. Life got a little crazy on the Space Station. But I'm here, and I'm coming to you with our first review of a comic book. This comic book is called Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. This is an amazing comic book. We're going to talk about... um. Chapter 1, the first book, which is called Moonlight. It is a great book. It is written by a black man. And it's an indie comic book. But you guys, it is so good. I really, really um want y'all to get this book and start reading it. It's like a four-part series so far. I'm not... I think they're coming out with a fifth one. I don't know when. If they are, if they come out with a fifth one, I will let y'all know. But right now, it's only four. So, we're going to talk about number one today. But what I really want to do before we get into the comic book, I want to talk about Harriet Tubman because apparently somebody on earth has been talking bad about her. So I want to let y'all know some more about Harriet Tubman. Even if this hadn't happened with the person talking bad about her, I was going to let y'all know some stuff about Harriet Tubman too because everybody knows that she was a conductor of the Underground Railroad. But they don't know much else about her. And so I'm going to tell y'all a lot of stuff. Because this is some stuff that I didn't know until this year, last year. Or last year. So I want y'all to know just how incredible Harriet Tubman was. And then we're going to get into the book. So first, let's talk about Harriet Tubman. So she was born in 1820. They don't have like a birth date for her. But she was born in 1820. Her birth name was Arminty. Armentia, I'm probably saying that wrong, Harriet Ross. That's her born name, like her birth name. But her parents nicknamed her Minty. Um, She got the last name Tubman in 1844 when she married a free man named John Tubman. And that's how she got her last name of Tubman. Um, She was born in Maryland. And she was born into slavery. Both of her parents were slaves. And she was one of nine children. She was a slave. So her life was hard. She got beaten. um, Suffered a lot of verbal. uh, Verbal. Not verbal. um, Probably verbal. But uh, physical violence. Every day. Daily. Which is something all slaves went through. So she did that. And they said she had scars. That she would carry for the rest of her life. Which like I said. All slaves had. But uh, one injury that she had was something that I heard about when I was like in elementary school. And I never, it's like one of those things you hear it and you never hear about it again. So you're like, maybe this was something somebody made up or something. But when I did my research on her, um, she had an injury that she got as an adolescence. And she was sent to um, a dry goods store for supplies and... There was a, she saw a slave that, um, left the field with that, left the field without permission. And the overseer told Harriet to help him restrain the, to, the overseer, the white guy who, you know, is over, oversees all the slaves, told her to help him restrain the guy. And Harriet said no. And the overseer threw a two pound weight that struck her in the head 
And from then on, she endured seizures, seizures, severe headaches, and she was um, had narcoleptic episodes for the rest of her life. Um, and she was experiencing these intense dreams that she classified as religious religious experiences. So, um, Harriet, that that got that that was like something like I heard about her having been struck in the head. But it was one of those things, like I said, where you hear it and you never really hear it again. That's something about Harriet Tubman you never really hear about. She escaped herself through the Underground Railroad in 1849. And she was going with her two brothers. It was September 17th, 1829. Her brothers, um, Ben and Harry, were accompanying her. And she, on their way... They found out that there was a bounty on Harriet's head and like a $300 reward. And her brothers started having second thoughts and Harriet returned them to the plantation. But she didn't have any plans. They said Harriet had no plans of going back to the plantation. She took her brothers back then she went off onto the Underground Railroad and went to Pennsylvania. So the first underground railroad like um not the first one but originally the underground railroad went to like um pennsylvania or up north because you know the south was the southern region was completely slave like black people weren't free they were slaves that's what i'm trying to say and up north, you didn't have slavery. So, originally, the Underground Railroad stopped in Pennsylvania up north. But then, I want to say in... Let me see what year. In 1850, they changed it because of the Fugitive Slave Law. Which is basically, um, the law stated that if, like, you saw a escaped slave, you could had you had to uh in the north in the, it was in the north if you saw a captured slave not captured a escaped slave you returned them back to the south in slavery and so the thing was this wasn't it was a horrible law like a horrible law but it didn't just impact escaped slaves this impacted this impacted free free black people too because if you some people would just be like oh he's a black guy they would they wouldn't know he was free they would just be like oh it's a black guy so they would call or they would arrest him and send him back not back but send him to slavery in the south and this man was free so they stopped sending people to the north and they changed the um they rerouted it to canada because they're it was um, prohibited for slavery. Um, so while it was between 1850 and 1860, they said Harriet made 19 trips from the South to the North. This was like before they went to um, putting it in, I think before and after they were putting it in, before they moved it to Canada. She made 19 trips from the South to the North using the Underground Railroad Metnum. My bad, y'all. Network. And she guided more than 300 slaves. And this included several of her siblings, because there was nine of them. So several of her siblings and her parents. 
So she didn't just take her, she, she took her whole family and other slaves too to freedom and her nickname was moses because of her leadership another thing that people not people but another thing that um research and people have said is that harriet tubman carried a gun and she had the gun for protection and also for like the um slaves who said who went like on the way and then were like well i want to go back they said she would you know turn a gun on them and be like look you need to go to freedom so yeah um so she um i'm sorry i'm just i've got a lot of notes here but um so she went to freedom and she helped all these people all these slaves get to freedom on the underground railroad which was incredible for a woman who another thing about harriet tubman harriet tubman was illiterate she could not read she could not write but she did all this as a black woman who could not read and could not write everything she did and you're just thinking this woman she was she's an incredible woman also um in 1859 this is something that i learned about last year from this show called drunk history it's on comedy central and basically that show it's funny because it's funny because all they're telling truthful history stories but everybody who tells the story is like crazy drunk but i i heard this one and this one wasn't was a story that i I had never heard about harriet tubman and i'm like this just makes her even more incredible um harriet tubman was the first female spy not black female female period so she was a spy for the union so in eighteen, <clears throat> sorry, in eighteen fifty nine, um, she, not eighteen fifty nine. I'm sorry. Um, let me see what year this was. Make sure. Um, during the Civil War in, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get get this um date right for y'all. Um, eighteen sixty three, when the uh, Emancipation Proclamation was passed, went into effect. Um, the war was still going on, and Harriet Tubman, um, went to South Carolina as a volunteer to help the Union Army. South Carolina had been taken over by the Union, um, during this point, and she left her family in um Auburn, New New York, and went to South Carolina. And she worked um, with the union as a nurse and I think a cook. And yeah, a cook and a nurse. And the leader of that, um, of that, um, regimen, I think, I think that's the name of it. Um, his name was... I think it was John Montgomery and he was um the leader of this regiment that she worked in and he formed this um he gave an order to to form a spy ring and to take down these plantations in South Carolina 
So Harriet Tubman was a valuable asset to them because she formed a lot of alliances with mariners who were um, people who worked on the water, African-American people who worked on the water. Um, and it was on the Cumbie River and she had 300 people um, that helped her. And I think they said around eight spy, eight um, scouts who they mapped out all of this, all their way through the Cumbie River. They went to each, um, they went to a few different plantations and basically, um, tore, not tore them down, but they burned them down. And this was like, uh, this was June 1st, 1863. And on that night, um, Harriet and Montgomery, they, um, got on the ship, on the Federal ship, John Adams, and they went to several different plantations getting the slaves and put, basically taking them on the boat. And they, you know, during their war, they had water, I want to say water mines, mines in the water. And because she was working with the mariners, they knew where they were. So they would just go around and like go to different plantations, burn it down, free the slaves. And so by the end of the night, she, she freed more than Four, not four, more than 700 slaves on this journey through the Cumbie River. And um, she did amazing work and she was hailed as a hero. But here's the thing. She was hailed as a hero. They were like, Harriet Tubman did some great stuff. They called her then She Moses in, in the book. But she was never paid for her work as um as a spy she was never paid and I, I'm thinking when I first heard this I'm like it's because she was black and then I read more about it and it wasn't necessarily because she not necessarily because she was black it was because she was a black woman it was because not even she was a black woman because she was a woman period they said that basically if she had been a black man she would have gotten paid they probably wouldn't have paid her the same thing as a white man, but still. If she would have gotten, if she would have been a black man doing this, she would have gotten paid. They said she got, not necessarily paid, but they she got money from her husband's pension, army pension, or when he, because her husband was in the military too. So, he, she got money from his pension when he, think, retired, I want to say. And then she never got paid for her because she was a woman. And at that point, her husband got paid for being a black man in the military because the Emancipation Proclamation happened. And, you know, the men, you know, not black men started getting paid for, you know, being in the army. And, but she was a woman and that's why she didn't get paid. So that's like some interesting stuff I knew. Um, Harriet Tubman died in Albany, New York. Yes. In Albany, New York on March 10th, 1913. Um, also what's something that everybody knows is that the, um, in 2016, the treasury department said they were going to make a $20 bill with Harry and Tubman's name on it, replacing John, not John, um, Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Andrew Jackson with Harry Tubman. I still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So let's get to the comic book. But yeah, that's some interesting facts about Harriet and what she did as an, a woman, a black woman who I think was only five feet tall and could not read and could not write. This woman freed hundreds of slaves and led them to freedom. So she's an incredible woman. So yeah, like I said, let's get to the comic book. Um, so this comic book is written, was written and created by David Crownman, Crownson. And the art was by Cortland Ellis. Um, like I said, this is the first book. Chapter one is called Moonlight. Um, this book starts, it takes place in 1860 in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, the family, right, right in the beginning, you see a family, not a family, it's a, a father and a daughter. The girl's waking up and dad's waking her up. And um, they, these people are the Edgefield family. They're slave, there are slaves on their plantation, and the daughter's name is Venus. The father's name is um, Caesar, and the mother's name is Catherine. So Caesar is waking up his daughter, Venus, and is like, hey, we're about to go. We're about to, you know, escape. And she's wondering where the mom is. The mom is, I, I forgot where she thinks she was rounding up some stuff for them for to take on the journey. Um... So the dad and the daughter start um, going out, start leaving, and mom meets up with them with like a horse and buggy, and they start um, going through, not going through, but like making their journey. And so on the way, you find out, and this is um, that the dad can't ride horses. I think the daughter was like basically saying, why aren't you getting on the horse? And he said that he, he is scared of horses. He can't ride a horse because he's scared of horses. And the girl, you know, starts laughing at him. The Venus starts laughing at him. So, as they're making their journey, three white slave hunters catch up with the family. And, um, they're like, we're going to return you. There's a bounty on y'all's head. We're going to return you to your, to the owner, to y'all's owner. And so, the parents have guns. um, Caesar and Catherine start shooting these guys. They shoot them. And the guys, um look like they're dead and but the thing is they come back to life and you find out that the three um slave hunters are actually vampires and the family gets scared because they're like what the hell is this what is what is going on what is really going on they're like why i just shot you why are you back and so they're like um yeah you can't kill those real vampires so um Harriet, you can kind of see in the shadows of the, not really the shadows of the tree, but you can, they kind of like have different panels where, you know, the, they're talking and you can see Harriet looking down from like, she's like in a tree standing um, on a, like a, like a limb and she's standing looking. And then she finally appears and says, I have papers from their master that's, that says I can return them for a $5,000 trade. And the thing is, she didn't come and be like, oh, this is their master. She was literally like, uh, I have papers from their master. What's y'all's master's name again? Yeah, that guy. He um, he he got papers saying that he he wants me to bring them back for a trade. And the, and the, and the vampire slave hunters are like, you don't even know their this guy's name. You don't. You not. No, we don't believe you. And so Harriet, one of the guys gets in Harriet's face. And my favorite thing is that in this Harriet insults the crap out of them, and it's just hilarious, cause she says. 
the guy's like, you don't, you don't even know what you're talking about. He's, he's all in her face. And she's like, yeah, your breath smells like the devil's ass. Can you kind of get out of my face? This is literally what she said. And though they're the vampire hunt, the vampire slaves hunter hunters are like, well, we're just going to, you know, kick everybody's ass and we're going to kill the family. We're going to make, we're not going to kill the dad. We're going to make the dad watch as we kill the kill, kill the, his daughter. And basically Harriet goes and kicks everybody's ass. Not everybody, not the slaves, but the slave, the vampire's asses. Like she just kicks everybody's ass and she kills them. And, um, she has, her weapons are, she has two katanas. So if you don't know what a katana is, it's like samurai swords. Um, so she has two katanas and she starts killing them and she has a wooden stake. And that's how she, um, kills them. And at one point she, like, um, I think at one point they were like, get out of our, um, Tell us what we, I can't remember, but tell us of what we want to know or get out of our space and I won't kill you with my, uh, I won't rip you apart or something. And then, then Harriet goes and is like, yeah, um, if you don't mess with me, I won't kill you with my katana. And she, the guy then, I think he, she stabs him and then she pulls out another katana she's like oh yeah my bad i did i forgot to tell y'all i'm illiterate and i'm learning how to you know read and write but what i meant is two katanas that's plural plural meaning more than one and so she kills him with the second katana so it's just it was just funny because harry we already know harry tell me is a badass and just seeing reading in this book the funny badass lines was was great it was just it was a really good comic book um then she kills him and she she saves one and one's name was roger i didn't really tell you the other two's names because they they wasn't important but um so she gets roger the last one and she tell and she's like i'm gonna kill you next and he's like and so she tells she tells him like where are the rest of y'all and he's like there's no more of us it's just us three and then she, then you can kind of see other people's, she, she senses, not see, she senses that there are more than, there are more of them in the woods, more of the vampires in the woods. And she's like, tell me now. And he finally says there's 22 more of us in this woods. So she, um, kills him and you know she's cleaning off her katanas and whatever and she pulls this um kind of like a flask out of her pocket out of her yeah out of her pocket and she takes a sip and the family looks at her like dude who the heck are you and um she offers a drink to the mother and it's like here you want a drink and she's like it's water i don't drink the hard stuff and She's like, come on, grab your stuff. We need to get going. And family's like, hold up, lady. We don't even know you. Where are these vampires coming from? Who are you? We ain't finna go with you. We got a lot of questions. You need to answer these questions before we go anywhere with you. And then you start seeing all these all these eyeballs. And basically, it's all the vampires that the guy was saying, the 22 more vampires that he was um, talking about um have started you know coming showing their eyes because 
I guess they're like their homeboys got killed. So then the father is finally finally like, okay, you got another one of the important things that you got. So the next one is going to be about, I guess they're fighting with these other vampires. I am, like I said, it got kind of crazy here. So I haven't really gotten to read the second one, but the first one, I am excited about reading the second one because the first one was so good. Um, <clears throat> like I said, Please, please get this book, um, get this kind of book. It's a really good book to read. Um, if you want it, the way I got it was I messaged them, I DM'd them on, um, Instagram. And their Instagram name is Harriet Tubman underscore Demon Slayer, all lowercase. Um, they're really cool. They're really nice. They'll email you the link to order the books, the comic books. So, yeah. But like I said, this this book was amazing. It is good. It it is great. Another thing that I really liked about this book was that they mentioned another um another slave um during the part where the parents start shooting the vampire hunt, hunt vampire slave hunters before they realize that's what they are. And they think they're dead. They start coming back. And one of the vampire hunters says, um, they messed up my clothes. Do you remember that time when Nate Turner had that revolt? There's still blood. The blood still won't come out on my clothes. And so I was like, yes, I think that's great that they mentioned, um, Nate Turner. Because again, that's something that you don't really hear about in the history books in school. They don't really talk about the slave revolt of um, Nate Turner because they they just don't talk about it. Like, I didn't hear about it until I was in college, my college of the Jackson State University. I mean, you know, that's when I learned about it. You know, when I went to high school, they didn't talk about this. You know, they talked about Harriet Tubman, but they talked about her being the conductor of the Underground Railroad. They never talked about her being the first female spy period like I just say period because it wasn't like she was the first black female spy the first black spy she was like the first freaking female spy and they never talked about that in school at least in my school they didn't but um I didn't learn about this stuff until I was in college so um but the net the Nate Turner I don't know why Nate Turner um he led a slave revolt um on eight on August twenty eighth August twenty first, I'm sorry y'all, eighteen thirty one. Um he led this late slave revolt uh, uh because of the harsh laws and conditions and the way slaves were being treated. So he led not slaves but black people were being treated. Um so, yeah, it was slave, I'm sorry. But he led this slave revolt. And, you know, it's correct. Like I said, I never heard about this until I got into college. And, you know, they don't talk about it really in, not really, but they don't talk about it at all in history books in schools. So I thought it was neat that they hit, that they incorporated that into the story. So, yeah. But I will definitely, the next one is, I think it's going to be in a few weeks is when I'm going to do the review on book two. The second book is called Express. And we're going to get into that in a few weeks.
We are also going to have the creator of Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, Mr. David Crownson. I've talked to him and he said he would like to be a guest on the show. We're going to do this, him, his interview probably after I review all four of the books. That way we can have a conversation just talking about all four of the books and maybe some other stuff. I'm going to see how we're going to do that. Um, our next episode, which I'm hoping is going to be next week. It might be week after next. Like I said, it gets crazy on May 91 sometimes. But this one is going to come from a, it's a request from one of my best friends. She's also a huge fan of mine. Her name is Alexis Cage. She wanted um, me to discuss the history of Black Panther. So we're going to get into that and... Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this review. Uh, I hope you guys want to come back to the next episode. But until next time, you guys, see you later. Hey, y'all. Just because our voyage ended for today doesn't mean you can't keep up with the Space Station or Space Station News. Just hit us up on Facebook at Other Side of the Space Station with Jade Moon or on Instagram at Jade underscore Moon underscore 91. But until then, this is your girl Jade Moon saying, Chase the stars.